You have tuned in to the Lee Brothers radio program. Patrick Henry, Richard Henry Lee, and the Lee Brothers. And the elite. Oh, Pelosi and the elite. They're running for re-election for our children. Our children. Oh, goody. Religious persecution is real. Absolutely real. And I can't wait to have Tom Garrett join us and talk about it. And voter ID, Tim Tebow Bill, and a new tattletale hotline by our governor. That's interesting. That is next. Virginia Citizens and American Patriots Radio. As the Founding Fathers intended, we are the Lee Brothers. My name is Scott Lee. Richard Lee, my co-host, my friend, and my brother, is minutes away. See, the start time of this show is always confusing to Richard. (laughs) You think he knew. It was a total surprise. So he's on his way trying to get here. He's always trying to get here. I don't know why that is. The good news is he will be here. Richard is going to be in the studio in just a few minutes. You notice the chair does not have the uh, titleist hat in it. It's ready for him. He'll be here in just, just a few minutes. Can't look forward to that any longer. He'll be here shortly. And the Lee Brothers will be back for a, uh, a broadcast. Look forward to having you join us as well. And check us out at mojo50.com, mojo50.com, home of the, uh, I'm, I'm actually put, in 2022, make it a, uh, make it a goal of yours. Mojo50.com is also an app. You can get an iHeart uh, radio app. You can put it on the Mojo app itself and, uh, and then listen at your convenience on mojo50.com. Click there, it takes you to us, to Lee Brothers. Coming up in the show uh, in about 30 minutes or less, uh, former state senator and congressman Tom Garrett is going to join us. He has tapped into something that is as close to my heart, but even closer to his. Uh, he's uh, traveling the world fighting religious persecution, and it is it is unbelievable what we're going to share with you coming up. You don't want to miss that. In the next hour, we're going to talk about uh, Chesterfield County. As ru- This is a big deal. All the other counties that ruled that the governor's uh, executive order would be listened to. Like like Northam's executive order was listened to. You know, Ralph Northam had an executive order. Hey, we're going to listen to that one. But when Youngkin comes out with his executive order, it's crisis. It's wailing gnashing of teeth. Kids are going to die and teachers are quitting, apparently. Look forward to sharing, with that with, uh, sharing that with you coming up in the next hour, but even bigger than that. We got an audio clip of a patient calling a hospital University of Virginia Hospital for a kidney transplant that this gentleman has to have or he'll die. The doctor on tape, on recording, that we'll play for you coming up in the hour, says, I'm sorry, you've not been vaccinated. It's the way it is. Anything else I can do for you? Oh, have a good day. I kid 
you not? How do these people sleep at night? This is horrific. What happened to our healthcare system in America? That is all coming up the next hour. And it's, it is flat, just brutal. The General Assembly is brutal also. They're in session. The best government is the one that's not in session. But they're there, and they're, they've got some good things happening. The governor has his list of things that he's trying to get accomplished. Number one on that is education. Education is the number one thing I think it turned out that this governor ran on. I don't even know if he was thinking about it when he did. It just Terry McCall obviously put his foot in his mouth and admitted what all leaders think. They're my kids, not yours. I know how to raise them, not you. What do you think? You're a parent or something? <laughs> and that turned into a big talking point for, for a Yunkin. And COVID was the other one. COVID, COVID lost because of um, our uh, Northern um, McCullough lost because of. Uh, do we just get a message from? I just got a message from Delegate Lee Ware here. Let me see. What it is. May I pull this up in front of everyone to see? Um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's what. Okay, good, good information to know. May I share that with you later in the program. Um, where was I? Oh. Uh, COVID was the other reason I think Yunkin won, quite frankly. I, I mean, he, he was the one who said, look, the, uh, we're going to expand freedom. And uh, if you want to walk into a restaurant on your own, then do so. If you want to wear a mask, do so. We're not going to have government mandates. Those are the two big things that are going on. We'll cover the mask uh, in the second hour. But this hour is about education. The governor has a bunch of initiatives. One, he wants to ban governor schools from using race as a factor for admissions. I thought we did things like that. I thought we were already at the point of saying you can't judge people by the color of their skin. I actually had a law that you can't discriminate, except if it's the other way, it's okay. Discriminate for good. In other words, let's see, your skin color is correct, therefore you can come to this school. You mean to tell me that our governor has to have an initiative to stop that? What's going on? Who's pushing admissions to be based on race? What party is doing that? You know the answer to that. He also wants to ban teaching of inherently divisive concepts in school. We know that. Critical race theory is one of those. Not just history. You know exactly what he's talking about when he says that. He wants to require school principals to report report misdemeanor offenses to law enforcement. We're not doing that. A misdemeanor is not reported. He wants to allow the State Board of Education or charter school divisions to approve applications to open charter schools. This was the big deal for the governor. Charter schools, freedom choice it's some little theme that the governor has happening here about not being authoritarian he also wants to require state education officials to recommend ways to promote excellence in education he wants to require parent notification about sexually explicit material in school seems reasonable any of these you disagree with probably not if you do it's probably a pretty good case that you are a big government uh indoctrination school leftist liberal by the way coming up in the next hour we got a list of things that that would uh, prove whether you're a liberal or not we'll share that with you coming up but one thing has set off the left none of that stuff it's the most recent thing the most recent thing is governor yunkin has put in place a reporting system this is very interesting i want you to stay with me for a second and listen to this very interesting reporting system we're asking folks, now that's a quote from Governor Yunkin. We're asking folks to send us reports and observations that they will have uh, to help us be aware of things like privilege bingo going on in our schools and be aware of their child being denied their rights that parents have in Virginia. So we sent up an email address to do that. 
helpeducation at governor.virginia.gov. Helpeducation at governor.virginia.gov. Many are outraged by this. This is now a tattletale website. I must remind you, before I play the outrage of the left and their quotes about this and how they've had fun with this and mockery and how people would make things up and send them in the email. And you got a bunch of people talking about this. There's a speech on the floor of the, of the House of Delegates by Marcus Simon who, who makes an interesting point that I think is amazing to me. We brought this up during the COVID thing about tattletelling about government elitists setting up a way to track down people and punish them. Now, it's a little bit different. This website or this email address isn't person to person. It's not, it's not saying uh, uh, attack on the person. It's actually going more to the school district. So the person themselves wouldn't be punished. The school district we've made to conform. It's a little bit different. But it is the same in many ways. The tattletale website for COVID was outrageous. It was disgusting. It was tattling on neighbors. It was saying that I have, you have 10 people in a house. There's only supposed to be three. I'm calling the police. That kind of stuff was disgusting. And what would show up was the government police, the, the COVID badge people. Literally, the government would show up at private properties and punish you. This is a little different. This is people tattling on the school and then the government going to the school district instead of the individual. I reject both of them. I think these tattletale, tell the government things are awful. I think the fact that I can email the government to come punish my local school board is really too big, in my opinion. Now, some may say, well, Scott, that's, look, what, look what's happened. We need government. To, well, I'm not sure I trust even those in government. Of course, Yunkin's there now. I trust him, but I didn't trust him then either. I want to be consistent on the tattletale stuff. We shouldn't be sending emails that cannot be verified, qualified. I don't even know if this is an anonymous email. Do you have to? Because when, when uh, Northam set this up, it was anonymous. You could actually just send in crap. It didn't matter. It's anonymous. You maintain your, your anonymity and not have to worry about it. Yunkin, on the other hand, I don't know. I don't know if this is anonymous or not. I don't know if you can just send anything in you want. I'm sure now it's getting bombarded with all kinds of crap. It's probably completely broke down and never even going to be used. But the left is calling this an outrage. It's an outrage now? It wasn't other Northam? So Northam puts in an executive order that everyone was, was mayor of masks. No, one, no Democrat complained. Now, Northam put in a demand that said, you must tattle on your neighbors, and the police will show up, COVID police, and fix it. Not a single Democrat. Crickets, silence. Yunkin shows up. I don't think he should be forced by government to wear a mask. Do what you want. It's your choice. Left goes bat insane. That executive order is not allowed. Only Northam's is. Then North, uh, Yunkin has a, quote, tattletale way to tattle on schools, and the left goes crazy in 60 seconds i'll play the craziness for you you might even agree with it the leebrothers.com the leebrothers.com high capacity fully automatic large caliber freedom mojo 50 
Your right to protect yourself and your family members from a violent attack is your most important civil right. Your other civil rights don't matter if your life can be ripped away by a criminal. Yet there are those who want to take that away from you, all the while defunding the police. The roots of gun control in America were based on keeping minorities disarmed and helpless. Gun control is still about controlling people. Stand with us to protect your right to self-defense. Visit the Virginia Citizens Defense League website at vcdl.org to learn more. Do you want a unique experience, a unique smoking experience infused with bourbon? Try the 420 Bourbon Bowl. It's made in America from recycled bourbon barrels. This unique pipe promises a smooth and one-of-a-kind experience. Each bowl is straight from the great white oak tree and offers unique customization and flair. Try it today, the original 420 Bourbon Bowl. Find it and its list of products at 420bourbonbowl.com, 420 bourbonbowl.com 420bourbonbowl.com and tell them you heard it on Mojo Radio. Scott and Richard Lee using the men's room their entire lives. The Lee Brothers on mojo50.com Never confused about the men's room. Governor Yunkin has a bill in front of him to change the name of the director of diversity. <laughs> now, see, this ought to, you ought to get banned. This ought to be banned. It was a brand new post by uh, by Northam. We don't even need it. Now we're going to change the name. Actually, I'm okay with changing the name, but we should get rid of the job entirely. The name change went from director of diversity, equity, and inclusion to director of diversity, opportunity, and inclusion. Guess who complained? It's too fun. All right, so um, Marcus Simon, I believe is his name, from Fairfax, delegate on the House uh, floor, was one who approached the nearest microphone, the one at his desk, jumped up to sound the signs of repugnancy, of disgust that a governor would have a tattletale email or, or a way for citizens to ring the bell for those teachings in school. He's appalled by it. Completely silent when the government tracked down citizens. But now when the government tracks down school districts, that's unacceptable. Which, by the way, this thing will work itself out. You don't need a tattletale email. If something happens in my school, I go directly to the school board. I go directly to the teacher. I go to the principal. That's how it's supposed to work. I don't need to send an email to the governor of Virginia to do that. That's, that is the wrong way to do it. It does put too much of a big government power right in the thick of, the, of things. But where were you, Marcus Simon? Where were you during the Northern Administration and Cub silent? Of course, it was different. It was your guy. Privilege. The delegate has the floor. Uh, Mr. Speaker, members of the House, uh, it's no secret. I think we've all watched the headlines that the, uh, the new administration is off to a bit of a rough start. Uh, the governor started <laughs> out uh, with a call for unity. Uh, said now is the time to bring people together. Uh, but all of his actions thus far, in my estimation, the estimation many observers have served to actually push us further apart. No, 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 no. I, no, I need to stop you there, Marcus. I wish I was on the House of Delegates. I wish I could stand up and go, uh, Mr. Speaker, may I interrupt this guy? But I'll do it here. Um, not a single one is divisive unless 
you like big government mandates, then it's divisive. Then you can find reasons to be upset. But that's not what's happening. It's not divisive. The entire state, the state voted for him. You expect him to go in there and do what you want, Marcus Simon? He's a Republican. And by doing the things that he said he was going to do is divisive? Sure it is, because some people are Democrats. Your guy came in and did all kinds of stupid stuff. In fact, the first thing you guys did when you got control was got rid of voter ID. That's not divisive. That's actually an opportunity to steal and lie, and you made it easier. So... Give Yunkin a break on this for the first 10 minutes he's there, but it's nothing he did was decisive or divisive. Please continue. Uh, executive orders that <laughs> push parents against parents, against it's teachers. It's the opposite. Uh, that that uh, seek to, to, I think, I, I, I only imagine trying to, to appeal uh, to, to his base? a far, far... To the voters? Appeal to the voters? What do you mean far, far right? He's the governor. He was elected. He said he would do these things. It's unbelievable. Corner of, of his base that, that, to get them fired up and, 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 and ready to go. Yeah, whatever. As you opposed to trying to pursue some common sense policies that we could all agree on and bring us together. We did. We've had an election. Uh, and Mr. Speaker, we've talked about some of those on the floor. We've heard about the mask mandates and the dubious legal basis uh, upon which these executive orders are laid. But Only by him. Northam didn't have any dubious executive orders on everybody. It's unbelievable the difference in these people. I think... Hopefully, we in this house can come together. Here we go. Over one of the governor's more recent and more provocative. More provocative what? I guess we have to go to clip two for that. Here is what Marcus Simon is saying is provocative, bad, awful. Remember, Northam had a tattletale line for your neighbor. Here is, and so did the federal government, by the way. And here's Marcus Simon complaining about this one. Uh, the other day. Promoting an email tip line to encourage people to report on teachers that violate some unknown doctrine of what is an appropriate thing to be teaching in the classroom. Uh, he, Mr. Speaker, he is asking, oh, it's scary. It is scary. <laughs> yeah. yeah, the way you speak is scary. It's scary you didn't know what to say at that point. Someone yelled scary. Where were you? All you Democrats in masks on the left side of the House of Delegate Chamber, where were you when the governor said, tattle on your neighbors, here's how to do it? Where, when you, where were you when we set up all this entire system to do that? Mm, don't remember? Did you just miss that day of being scared by a totalitarian government that could come in and force a needle in your arm or ban you from other things in life or put one neighbor against you to another? Now, I'm against this Tattletale website as much as I was against the Tattletale COVID. I was worse against the Tattletale COVID thing. That was an individual uh, freedom uh, attack by a large government. If you Tattletale on a school district, the government goes to the school district, not to the individual person. Completely different story there, Mark. All right, we're not that close. Marcus, Simon. So it's scary. Yeah, it was extremely scary. The government has that kind of power. Thank you for joining us. I guess it takes your uh, sacred cow to be stabbed for you to wake up, which is a shame. I'm consistent here. We've been consistent since the beginning. This is an overreach. We should not be tattling on anyone to a, a government that's centralized. It's ridiculous. I welcome your 
you to join the Lee brothers on the side of freedom and liberty. Kind of weird being a Democrat from Fairfax. It's asking, oh, it's scary. It is scary, Mr. Speaker, to those of us that, that have unbelievable. Uh, studied history in school. That have had an education. Stu- I, that's so appalling to me. What do you mean you studied history? You didn't study history until you realized it was Yunkin who be, may be on the wrong side. You're in complete favor of mandates and government uh, uh, regulation, oversight, and punishing. You're completely fine with it, Marcus. You were with the COVID mandate and the COVID tattletale line. Don't, don't sing history to me. You don't even know what it is until all of a sudden your sacred cow comes up. You're, but, but by the way, you happen to be right, but you didn't even know it until 10 minutes ago. Divisive topics. I can't tell you, Mr. Speaker, my, my father tweeted about this because it reminds any of us who studied history of some really unpleasant periods in the world's history where you have governments encouraging their citizens to rat each other out yeah that's what you did to to report violations of the doctrine of the state that's approved what the state is allowed to teach what you're allowed to say and not say in a classroom you believe this guy you believe that now it's an issue for him that exact comment could have been made about the COVID. Listen to this exact, this, ex, act for just a second. Marcus Simon's talking about the COVID tattletale line on your neighbor. Just for to To report violations of the doctrine of the state that's approved. <laughs> exactly. Where have you been? You are unbelievable. Not only am I endorsing you for doing this. Congratulations. I think it's great. I don't think that would be a government tattletale line ever, but you are a hypocrite, sir. And the entire Democratic Party, a bunch of hypocrites. You don't like your government indoctrination center run, government-run school of educrats that could be tattled on. I agree. Shouldn't be a tattle line to the governor. There'll be a tattle line to the school board. Parents already do that. But for you to ignore one of the biggest travesties and attacks on freedom over the last two years and did nothing until this came up, you're, you're a joke. You shouldn't even be listened to. Just because you agree with me now is the reason I'm mentioning it. <laughs> one more clip from him in 60 seconds. LeeBrothers.com, LeeBrothers.com. Standing against intolerable acts. Mojo 5 Your right to protect yourself and your family members from a violent attack is your most important civil right. Your other civil rights don't matter if your life can be ripped away by a criminal. Yet there are those who want to take that away from you, all the while defunding the police. The roots of gun control in America were based on keeping minorities disarmed and helpless. Gun control is still about controlling people. Stand with us to protect your right to self-defense. Visit the Virginia Citizens Defense League website at vcdl.org to learn more. Do you take a lot of medications and pills? Do you know someone that does? Organizing them and taking them and transporting them can be a headache, but not anymore. My Pills to Go has the answer. My Pills to Go is designed to package your weekly supplements of vitamins and medications within seconds to fit your on-the-go lifestyle. It's a revolutionary and radical new home medication management system. Simple and easy to use, this system allows you to package daily pills into individual heat-sealed packages. And by sealing your medications into labeled packages, you can be sure you're taking the right medication at the right time. My Pills to Go. Find out more at MyPillsToGo.com. That's MyPillsToGo.com. MyPillsToGo.com. Identifying as lizard men from outer space, but only two days a week. The Lee Brothers on Mojo50.com. Lizard men? Where'd that come from? The Lee Brothers. 
welcoming the radical left to the party. It's a jungle out there. And of course, you know, when we point out the uh, big government elitist attack on freedoms and liberties with the tattletale line for COVID, we got ignored, mocked, and made fun of. Marcus Simon here, a Democrat from Fairfax, thinks we shouldn't be have a tattletale email to the governor about schools. He's right, but he's a hypocrite. So to tell them now that you've got to watch out, you got to be on your, 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 your toes, because you never know who in that classroom might take offense or might be made uncomfortable by something you're trying to teach when you're trying to teach a particularly problematic period of history. You might be reported to the authorities in Richmond. You don't like that? Someone in Richmond is going to come down and have a visit because they got an email because you've been turned in, you've been ratted out by somebody who thinks you violated the doctrine that the General Assembly wants to set, that the governor's executive order wants to set up for what you're allowed to teach and what you're not allowed to teach. You've crossed some, some mythical line, some secret line into some divisive topic. Doesn't even realize it, does he? Just blind, moving on. I'm righteous. I'm self-righteous now. Look at me. I care about our freedoms and attack and a tattletale. Really? You know, Marcus Simon, I welcome you to the side of the Lee brothers. It probably makes your skin crawl, makes you vomit. But I'm with you on this. It's not the same. It's not even close to the same. But I am with you on this. I do think you have a, a case in point. Don't tattle to the governor. I don't want some bureaucrat in Richmond showing up with a badge. All right, coming up. There's exile. There's something going on with religious persecution. I'm going to ask Congressman Tom Garrett about it. It's unbelievable. You don't want to miss this. That is next. LeeBrothers.com. LeeBrothers.com. powerful gathering of freedom fundamentalists since Philadelphia in 1776. Mojo50. Mojo50.com. We built this city. Mm-hmm. We built this city on rock and roll. We built this city. We did. We built this city on rock and roll. Just after the bottom of the hour. Outside the Capitol, the Commonwealth of Virginia, the Lee Brothers, my name is Scott Lee, my co-host, my friend and my brother, sitting to my left, sometimes my far left, is Richard Lee. (laughs) Is it, uh, I think the mic's on. It is. There's a switch on the microphone itself that you probably need to flip on there. Thanks for joining us at LeeBrothers.com, the Lee Brothers... That's a little annoying. (laughs) (laughs) I liked it. Yeah. Thanks for showing up. Richard Lee is in the studio. Thanks for being here. You look good. You sound good. Thank you. Thank you very much. Uh, Check us out at theleebrothers.com. There's a video there I want you to see. It's called the Exile uh, Series. It's um, absolutely amazing about what is going on. We live in a bubble. Can we just say that? In America, we live in a bubble. We have, we think we have the worst problems ever. There are people in um, in the world being persecuted for their faith, uh, being killed and slaughtered and run out of their country, and very few people stop and take notice. There's a video at theleebrothers.com that goes into great detail about this. Here's a segment of it right now. So we're on the road to Syria. It's not a place where you want to take a wrong turn. 
If you watch the news, you understand the religious persecution is a major problem in countries around the world. for this, I received an email wherein I was referred to as a known high-value target. I'm flattered. American Congressman Thomas Garrett, who traveled alone to Sudan, is being credited with securing the release of the imprisoned Christians. We're going to move out of here and try not to set any bombs off and remember what we've seen so that the world doesn't forget. Joining us right now is a former state senator here in Virginia and a former congressman, Tom Garrett. Tom? Hey, Tom. Hey, guys. Thanks for having me. I'm particularly excited to speak to Richard. <laughs> Why does everyone say thanks, that? Thanks for joining us. Oh, that's good. Oh, man, I'm, 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 I'm honored. I'm grateful for the opportunity. Well, listen, uh, we're, we're, Richard and I have talked about this. We're impressed with you. We're impressed with this mission uh, there is a massive amount of uh, persecution going on in this world. And in America, we think we're persecuted. And sometimes we think getting up at 6 a.m. is a persecution. It's a truck, you know, but there is, uh, there are countries who are, are really in a tough position. And that, and some of the people are just, it's heartbreaking. I, I find your heart for this very interesting. Where did that come from? I don't know, man. I mean, I, I, I prosecuted, not to be confused with persecuted for about 10 years. I just, you know, I want to live a life that I feel like matters and I've taken some wrong turns in my own life. And, um, but I've never felt, felt happier than when I was helping people, helping people that couldn't help themselves. And, and, and I've just got really lucky, um, through a series of coincidences or God, I would give the credit to the latter to get to go places and see things that other people don't get to go and, and see. And it only sort of encouraged me that like, there's so much evil in the world. Right. But cockroaches don't scatter until you turn the lights on. We don't know. Um, and that's not an indictment of the American people. It's just the world we live in, just how bad it is. <clears throat> we feel like if we can tell these stories that we can actually help people. And again, I mean, we don't have a lot of time, but there was, there were a couple of seminal moments where the light bulb came in for me on for me where I'm like, this is what I need to be doing. Like this stuff matters. And, and like I said, I want to do something that matters. I was trying to do that in politics. Um, uh, unfortunately, I guess I'm, I'm not big enough to change the, the broken system. No, no, no. Yeah, um, no, but, but you did. Yeah. But when you were in Congress, you did, you made some efforts to get people from Sudan, some Christians that were stuck there. So this has been in your heart longer than, than since you left Congress. No. So that was, that was part of the series of coincidences. Again, we don't have a lot of time. I, I'll stay as long as you want to keep me. But I, so there was a Czech missionary named Petr Jasek who worked for voice of martyrs. who was being held in Sudan charged with aiding rebels. He spent over two years in prison. What aiding rebels meant in that state sponsor of terrorism was giving food and medicine to displaced people, right? And he was doing a 24-year prison sentence. A bunch of members of Congress and Senator House and Senate, uh, the U.S. State Department, the Czech government, everybody was was railing to get him released. I was like the last guy to the dance, and, and he got released. And, and, and then I did something different than everybody else. I called the guy when he got back to, to Prague, and I said, you never met me, but, you know, I was praying for you and trying to help. How are you? And he said, I'm fine, but my colleagues are still in prison. And, and I was like, whoa. He said he was working with these local nationals who nobody tried to help, right? There was no government working for them. There were no congressmen working for them, no senators. So that led to me going to the fake Sudanese embassy. And I say fake because they didn't have a real one because they were state sponsors of terrorism. They hadn't had a member of Congress there. 
I got in my car and drove over that day. They said it had been over a decade. They said, will you go to Sudan? I said, will you release these men and their family? They said, well, maybe if you go to Sudan. So I went back to, to the people, the White House and, and the committee chair and said, I'm going to Sudan. And they said, no, you're not. And I said, you all clearly don't know me. Yes, I am, right? And so on my own time and money, I went over there, sat down with a bunch of terrorists, and ultimately got seven family members and these two men released from prison. They live in Virginia, right? They, they do blue-collar work every day. Awesome. They're grateful for the opportunity to be here. And I thought, holy crap, I just did something that mattered. And that lit a flame in me that led me to meet with amazing people like David Eubank of the Free Burma Rangers, who Scott, you and I have interviewed a couple of years back, yep. and and just like I, this is where I, this is where my heart is, right? I've, I I told somebody earlier today, on two occasions, I was within thirty seconds or or, or or five feet of being dead, and I don't care because God wants us to be happy, joyful, and free. We've been given so much by the miracle of birth, the one in twenty six of being born in this country, no and so. Kidding. Like, I've never done anything that, that mattered more than helping those guys. Well, That's it. I hope it's contagious to those who are listening here. I, I found the video uh, so compelling about what you're finding. Can you tell us, just in maybe in a brief minute or so, what you actually see when you went there? Well, you, when you sit down and talk with, like, three ladies at once who've all watched every male member of their family beheaded and then been sold into sex slavery, wow. right? I'm not making this up. Um, and and they're, and they're t- and, they're, and instead of like curling up in a ball, these women when they escaped went to war against ISIS. Right? There were there were all female unit, units in the YPJ over in Syria, and 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 I just I mean I'm like in tears. Like I mean I can't imagine watching my father and my wow. brother beheaded or or myself. And, and, and but this is every day, right? While we're talking, this is happening. The UN says that there's genocide against Christians in Nigeria. The Chinese have millions. I'll tell the truth of people locked up in concentration camps. The government of Myanmar has been persecuting their minorities in an 80-year-long civil war, a million Rohingya displaced. And and we're pissed off, and I get it, about a flat tire, (laughs) right? Like, I get that. I mean, I'm human, but, but... but let's 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 do something to help people. And and Scott, the takeaway here, if we got to get off the air, and I don't know, is Hollywood won't make this movie. ExileSeries.com is crowdfunded. We've been to all the big studios. They're like, the product is great. Can you do this series without talking bad about China? And I'm what? like, well, yeah, we could do a Beatles doc without talking about. Oh man, I mean, every outlet you can imagine, and I won't name names because we're still trying to crowdfund it and then place it. But every outlet, and 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 then we've had religious entities say, "Well, we like it, but will you just talk about Christians?" No, I am a Christian. That means I need to talk about Muslims and Jews and homosexuals being thrown off of rooftops and anybody who's being persecuted. That's what being a Christian means. So, yeah, I mean, this is something that if the American public knew about it, we would stand for it. We would not stand for it. I will risk my life to stand up against it, and I just want people to join us at ExileSeries dot com. Wow, I. Speechless. I had no idea. That's unbelievable, isn't it? It really is. I mean, I'm telling you guys, I'm still, I'm still blessed to have relationships with members of Congress, really smart women and men, and they don't know what's going on. So, so is it, course, is it because COVID was the worst thing that could have happened because the media just took their eye off the ball entirely? Yeah. Is it because they, once you peel it back and look, you're almost obligated to do something? Could it be part of that? No, I don't think so, because there are people who do know, like the co-owner of the, of the Golden State Warriors, who says nobody cares about the Uyghurs. Yeah, that's We've true. made a decision, right? So Aristotle reputedly said, if you give me the storytellers, I'll give you the future. And we've made a decision to not talk about it, 
to not talk about it. So we've chosen money over human life. And, and, and it is a pox on us. God has got to be heartbroken in heaven. And, 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 but I won't. Right. And I mean, I'm, you know, I've been named a terrorist in Turkey right now because I helped the Kurds. Right. You know what? I'll go help them again. Yeah. Uh, badge of honor. Yep. No doubt um, about it. It's, yeah, it's, it's so, unbelievable. I, I, yeah. I, I think what you're doing, that's one of the reasons why we wanted to have you on is because this is the kind of stuff, I mean, we talk about politics and we gripe and moan about all kinds of things, but this perspective is needed. I mean, we, we, we should be about doing the things that you're doing. And Tom, your life hasn't been like a walk in a park. And one day you woke up and said, Hey, I'm going to go do You've had your share of challenges uh, that you've overcome. And for you to go do this, even with all, the oh, gosh. Doing, it's unbelievable. It's it three years, eight months and two days sober today. Right. I mean, I was winning elections and succeeding on the outside while I was dying on the inside, getting absolutely obliterated inebriated two to four nights a week. God takes us on really circuitous routes. But there's, here's, the, here's the underlying thing, and I'll tell you a sort of a secret about kind of the vision of this series. Yes, we have to tell these stories because if the U.S. and the West just said we're not doing business with people that murder and displace their minorities, um, the world would stop. A lot of them would because they want to do business with us, but we haven't said that. But the other thing is I want to send a message to the people who are in this country, this country that is the worst country in the world except for all the others, <laughs> that you might ask you're lucky to be here. Isn't that true? I mean, you're lucky to be here. And that doesn't mean that we don't need to look at things like racism, et cetera. We do, right? The American Revolution should be perpetual, but we're lucky as heck. So that means that we have a duty. And that's really, that's exileseries.com for me. I ain't getting rich off this. I'm driving a Kia, you know? I mean, yeah, but, right. but, I, but I'm happy. Yeah. Well, and you're in, your heart's in the right place, Tom. Awesome. Absolutely. Awesome update, sir. Thank you so much. And uh, you, the direct link, by the way, is again, what? What is it? ExileSeries.com. If you try to G-O-O-G-L-E search it, you won't find it. ExileSeries.com. And I have a theory about that too. Oh, but sure. um, yeah, check it, check out the trailer. It's, 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 it's really, I mean, pardon me, but it's really good. Well, it is up at the LeeBrothers.com, the LeeBrothers.com. Tom, thanks, man. Good talking to you. Thanks, Tom. God bless you guys. God bless God you. Bless Thank you. you. An incredible heart, incredible man. That is state Senator, uh, former state Senator and former Congressman Tom Garrett. And as usually say, truly (laughs) great American. All right. Coming up uh, in 63 and a half seconds, you'll find out the Lee brothers.com, the Lee brothers.com life, liberty, and the pursuit of Mojo Mojo five. Oh, you take a lot of medications and pills. Do you know someone that does organizing them and taking them and transporting them can be a headache, but not anymore. My pills to go has the answer. My Pills to Go is designed to package your weekly supplements of vitamins and medications within seconds to fit your on-the-go lifestyle. It's a revolutionary and radical new home medication management system. Simple and easy to use. This system allows you to package daily pills into individual heat-sealed packages. And by sealing your medications into labeled packages, you can be sure you're taking the right medication at the right time. My Pills to Go. Find out more at MyPillsToGo.com. That's MyPillsToGo.com. MyPillsToGo.com. Your right to protect yourself and your family members from a violent attack is your most important civil right. Your other civil rights don't matter if your life can be ripped away by a criminal. Yet there are those who want to take that away from you, all the while defunding the police. The roots of gun control in America were based on keeping minorities disarmed and helpless. Gun control is still about controlling people. Stand with us to protect your right to self-defense. 
Visit the Virginia Citizens Defense League website at vcdl.org to learn more. Don't worry. History tells us governments always have your best interests in mind. Wake up with the Lee Brothers on mojo50.com. Yeah, trust the government. Do it. No, seriously, trust them. They're good. No religious persecution going on anywhere. Government's on your side, don't you see? I'm going to tell you something. It's, it's conversations like that with Tom Garrett that makes you rethink what you're doing. You know, is, 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 shouldn't we really be about changing the hearts and, and minds of, of people, making a difference in the world? That, That's Tom, what uh, we all should be doing. Yeah. I mean, Tom Garrett is going to a foreign land, putting his life at risk. You can see the video, LeeBrothers.com, and all he's asking for you is to not buy that pizza every Friday night and maybe donate to his call. <laughs> I'm just yeah. saying. I mean, it's not like you don't even have to go there. I mean, he's going there. But there is there is a, a group of Americans who do have, I guess it's all over the world, have, have a view that government is on your side, that government is uh, there to protect us, to help us. And that's not the role of government. Nancy Pelosi came out this week, and she announced she's going to run for re-election. Now, she's 85 and a half trillion years old. I, don't, I think she's actually 81. I think here's, here's her age. She has been in, in uh, 82. I think she has been in Congress as long as I think I've been alive. Oh, no, I'm 50, 51, be 52 in April. I'm pretty sure she's been there my entire life. The only name I can ever remember in politics was Nancy Pelosi, and I haven't even been on, you know, I was on the West Coast a couple times in my life. It's ridiculous that this woman is still there. You're Absolutely absurd. You're, you're old as dirt. <laughs> so here she is, and I want you to listen to her announcement as she says she's going to run again, and listen to this kind of elite view she has. Give me the thank you for giving first. me the privilege to represent our city and our San Francisco values in the Congress: human rights, reproductive justice, LGBTQ equality, respect for immigrants, and care for each other. You believe that's the role of government? She gave you that entire list. Sounds pretty. Interesting. L- listen to the list again of things she's proud of doing. GQ equality, respect for immigrants, and care for each other. Who's against that? When people- you know, who's against those things? I, I, I have respect for immigrants. You came here legally. You want to be part of America? I'm 100% for you. And that's the definition of an immigrant. <laughs> it truly is. That's exactly right. Thank you very much. Then it gets interesting. Here's what she says. People ask me, what are the three most important issues facing the Congress? I always say the same thing. Our children, our children, our children. Does that make you sick to your stomach? I always get asked, what are the three things facing Congress? I always say the same thing, Richard. It's you, Nancy. It's you. It's our children, our children, our children. And actually, my reaction to that is so repulsive. I'm like, I don't want you anywhere near my kid. I don't want you to take care of my kid. That's my role to take care of the kid, not your role. You don't have the, the government's role is not to say, Scott, how's your kids doing? Oh, Nancy, is there anything you can do from a far off land surrounded by a beltway run by kings and queens? Is there anything you can do for me, Nancy? I'm just wondering. Maybe you can. I exist for you, Scott. You believe that? That's how she thinks. I exist for you. I exist. It's for our children. Our children, our children. Listen to that again. 
I always say the same thing. Our children, our children, our children. Their health, their education, the housing and economic security. of the- It's not your job. If Nancy. she always says the same thing, why have I never heard her say your children, your children, your children? <laughs> Only every time, right? She's unbelievable. The thing is, this ought to make you nervous. She needs to retire. Of course. Well, she needed to retire about 80 years ago. But, but what's interesting what is just the overall viewpoint, and there are plenty of people who think, yeah, Nancy needs to take care of my kids. And she listed all the things, education, health care. No. When, is it, when did I turn that stuff over to you, Nancy? When did the people of the United States of America turn over the responsibility of raising their kids, paying for their education, paying for their daycare, paying for their health care? When did we turn that over to you? And by the way, if we turn it over to you, don't you have complete control over my life in every way? The, t- Thomas Jefferson said, the government that can give you everything has the power to take it away. Shouldn't I be concerned that Nancy Pelosi is caring about my kids, my kids, my kids? They're my kids. They're not yours. Quit acting like that. Quit treating everybody in America like, they're, like we're your child and that we need you to go there to take care of us. This ought to be the very clip that gets her booted, not reelected, but it won't. It's San Francisco. San Francisco says they are there to take care of us, aren't they? Isn't there somewhere in the Constitution that says they should pay for my health care? Isn't that in there somewhere? I wish. (laughs) I wish. (laughs) I wish somebody would. So then this happened, the World Economic Forum. The World Economic Forum is a bunch of globalists. They refer to themselves as the elite. That's how globalist they are. And uh, this is this is right in tune with what Nancy Pelosi did this week. Listen to, uh, what, what is her name here? She's the professor of global economic governance from Oxford University. Her name's Nagara Woods. Nagara Woods, I guess. Listen to this audacity of the elite. To even claim that she is the elite and then usurp and peasant. That the good news is the elite across the world trust each other more and more. The good news is the elite around the world trust each other more and more. That's the good news. The elite, you know, me, other big people, they trust, we trust each other more and more. Okay, so that, what's that mean? Across the world trust each other more and more. So we can come together and design and do beautiful things together. So we can do great things. If only the elite could do great things. If we just let them. And then she goes on to say this. There's a problem. Here's the problem. The bad news is that in every single country they were polling, the majority of people trusted that elite less. So we can lead, but... (laughs) Oh, darn. You mean you're not being trusted by the serfs and peasants? These darn serfs and peasants aren't listening to us. They don't trust us. Poll after poll says we're great. We, We agree with each other. We love each other. But the serfs and peasants don't like us. So we all should trust the elite and not one another. Oh, no, no. If you're not part of the elite. I don't consider myself part of the elite. Of course not. Only the elite consider myself the elite. The guy hitchhiking down the road because his car broke down. I consider myself someone like that, someone who mows his own grass. (laughs) Right, exactly. But the elite, it, it, this is the view of a Nancy Pelosi. She's the elite. Remember, they're her kids. We'll take care of your kids. Our kids, our kids, our kids. Then the global 
uh, forum of economic globalists, the elite said, we get along great. In fact, if we just, we just do our own thing. But it turns out none of the serfs and peasants are on our side. Isn't that weird? Then they build a system around that so that the serfs and peasants are more dedicated to them. Remember what Nancy said, healthcare, childcare, housing, food, everything you depend on is if the elite provide it, then we become dependent upon them. How about that? Then and only then. The elite, Nancy Pelosi, someone's got to beat him back. Someone's, Nancy's got to lose this time. I certainly hope so. All right, more than 73 and a half seconds. LeeBrothers.com, LeeBrothers.com. With great mojo comes great responsibility. Mojo Five O. Do you want a unique experience? A unique smoking experience infused with bourbon? Try the 420 Bourbon Bowl. It's made in America from recycled bourbon barrels. This unique pipe promises a smooth and one-of-a-kind experience. Each bowl is straight from the great white oak tree and offers unique customization and flair. Try it today, the original 420 Bourbon Bowl. Find it and its list of products at 420bourbonbowl.com. 420bourbonbowl.com. 420bourbonbowl, B-O-W-L.com. And tell them you heard it on Mojo Radio. Your right to protect yourself and your family members from a violent attack is your most important civil right. Your other civil rights don't matter if your life can be ripped away by a criminal. Yet there are those who want to take that away from you, all the while defunding the police. The roots of gun control in America were based on keeping minorities disarmed and helpless. Gun control is still about controlling people. Stand with us to protect your right to self-defense. Visit the Virginia Citizens Defense League website at vcdl.org to learn more. The Lee Brothers, objecting to the fake promise of a socialist utopia while embracing hard work and rugged individualism. Scott and Richard Lee on Mojo50.com. So in an attempt to uh, secure the elite... The Democrats in the, uh, in the General Assembly here in Richmond are blocking every proposal that the Republicans have to secure our voting. So remember, the first thing the Democrats did when they got in office is they've got rid of voter ID. That's the very first thing they did. Not second, not even third. Number one is we got to make voting cheatable. And to do that, they get rid of the voter ID. So the Republicans come to office and they go, this is ridiculous. We've got to secure the election. Sure, voting should be, it should be easy, but it should also be uh, trackable and protected. So a Republican uh, by the name of Mark Obenshing, we've talked about on this show, introduced a photo ID mandatory at the polls and it was killed in the Senate committee. Nine to six, down party lines. Nine Democrats voted against requiring an ID to vote. I don't know what you think of that in your mind. Maybe you're at home going, awesome, that's freaking great. No one should have an ID to vote. When you have to have an ID for everything else, why would Democrats, and someone's got to ask them, why would you be against an ID to vote? You voted against that bill. Why would you vote against it? And why would you, why would you do something to, to, do, to kill it? Someone's got to ask them. It's outrageous that that goes on like that. Then they also did this. Um, 
the bill to end the use of a ballot drop boxes all over the place. You can just walk over and drop a ballot wherever you want. And any ballot, for that matter, in any box. And that is coming up for a, a vote as well. How far would that get? Who knows? But there is obviously a difference between the elite and the serfs and peasants. The elite want to stay in power no matter what. And if they have to cheat to do it, they'll make it easy to do so. The serfs and peasants, you people, yeah, well, I mean, eventually, eventually you'll get the scraps from the table. Eventually. All right, coming up, um, we got a list of uh, things that will prove whether you're a liberal or not, but bigger than that, UVA Hospital has rejected a kidney transplant for a man because he was not vaccinated. We have the actual audio of the doctor saying take a hike. It's disgusting. That is next. TheLeeBrothers.com, TheLeeBrothers.com. This is the Lee Brothers Radio Program. Missing your mojo? Just go to Mojo. You have tuned in to the Lee Brothers radio program. Henry, Richard Henry Lee, and the Lee Brothers. You! You might be a liberal if you agree with a list of our comments. Wait till you hear them. They're pretty good. Chesterfield County Kids. Mask mandate. It's over! And some teachers quit because of it. We'll discuss that. (laughs) And the worst thing you've ever heard. UAA Hospital rejects kidney transplant because a man is not vaccinated. A horrific story. The audio is next. Virginia Citizens and American Patriots, the only two-headed talk show outside the capital, the Commonwealth of Virginia, the Lee Brothers. My name is Scott Lee. Hi, I'm Richard Lee. Thanks for joining us this lovely, lovely day. And it's good to be back. It is. It's good to have really you back. good to be back. Sound good. Look good. All relaxed Thank over you. there. Kick back, drinking a drink of adult beverage in there, maybe. I was just saying. Actually, it's a... Uh, I don't even know what this is. <laughs> you should know what you're drinking. I just want to say, you probably Mountain shouldn't. Dew, you should probably know. Raspberry lemonade, spark, zero sugar. That's exactly good for you. All right, check us out, theleebrothers.com. Theleebrothers.com. There is a link to the Exile series that uh, we had Tom Garrett on. It's, it's unbelievably amazing. Also, um, a new Democrat ad. A new Democrat ad that that uses "Let's Go Brandon" in the ad. You got to see this. This is. Have you seen this? Did you happen to look at this, Richard, and see the ad? They take the word Brandon and they they make B stand for Building Back Better and all. The, it's really. It's, it's, you think it's a parody? All at the LeeBrothers.com. You want to see that for sure. And the new um, audio of this horrific doctor telling this patient, "Eh." You're not, uh, you're not vaccinated? Okay. Hey, best of luck to you. Good luck. And hangs up. So if I need a transplant of some sort, 
and I'm not fully vaccinated, I can't get it. At this UVA hospital? Correct. That's unbelievable. Meanwhile, Mark Warner. Unbelievable. Mark Warner has COVID. Mark Warner has COVID. So how about that? The private market, it just doesn't work. <laughs> Apparently not. How about that? Fresh fruits and vegetables, um, uh, meat and fish. The guy's insane. Meat and fish. Meat and f- how he says it is really good. Fresh fruits and vegetables, um, uh, meat and fish. Warner has been vaccinated against COVID-19. I wonder if the tuna milk gave it to him. And he's been boosted. Richard, he's been vaccinated and boosted. And still has it. And at the end of the article, here's what it says, okay? And I'm sure this has come from the governor's office or the senator's office. Here's what it says at the end of this article. Remember, Mark Warner has COVID. He's been boosted and had been vaccinated. At the end, it says, Virginians who have not been fully vaccinated or eligible for the booster doses can visit vaccinateVirginia.com. Find a nearby vaccination near you. Are you I, kidding me? I read somewhere that... Are you kidding uh, me? Why would you even... It, the majority of people who have COVID or are catching this new COVID um, have had the booster shot. Of course. And the booster shot... And had been vaccinated. And being vaccinated is... You know, I would scratch my head and say, really? You've been <laughs> vaccinated, they've had a booster shot, and now they have COVID? I, I what does that mean? I know why. And what does it you mean, know? you know? Does it mean that immediately, like this article goes on to say, Senator Mark Waters tested positive for COVID, so go get vaccinated? That's not the case to get vaccinated. You must be saying, "What? I don't understand. If he's been vaccinated and boosted, why should I... Get vaccinated and boosted. Really? It doesn't make any sense now. I saw another cable channel with doc, cable channel with doctors. You know, they were debating this, and uh, one of them said they, he essentially said, <laughs> you know, when I get a vaccination or even a booster to a vaccination, I would think they would put a little, he used the word, hunk. <laughs> Of what they're fighting yeah. into the a professional vaccination or booster to help fight it. And he said, and the people with the booster are catching COVID. Yep. It's, um, it's stupid at this point to have any kind of mandate at all. CDC admits natural immunity is six times more effective the report was published January 19th, analyzed COVID outcome data from New York and California, which made up about a six in the nation total COVID deaths. After Delta became the main strain, vaccinations alone grew weaker against the virus and natural immunity grew stronger, six times more effective, according to the CDC. Not the Lee brothers, not Republicans, not Joe Rogan, not Tucker Carlson. The CDC and we like to take credit for it. Yeah, we just can't. In fact, we could. Let's just take credit for it. All right, we're taking credit. Okay, it's our deal. CDC listens to us (laughs) on a daily basis. Now, this with all what you know now, with Mark Warner hating the private market, the private market, it just doesn't work. And getting vaccinated, (laughs) getting boosted, and getting COVID. So what does work, Mark? (laughs) What does work? Talk to us. It just doesn't work. Yeah, tell us what works. Unbelievable, that guy's a U.S. sitting senator.
who, by the way, made billions or millions in the private sector, <laughs> and then says, oh, it doesn't work. It just work. doesn't work. Oh, we got to fix it now. Once I'm a millionaire, we got to fix it because you can't become one, and then maybe you would be U.S. Senator. I didn't, I didn't make enough in the private sector, yeah. so it just doesn't work. It doesn't, it doesn't work. It I spent be. $4 million of my own money to become your governor. The private market, it just doesn't work. We need to make that like every time you hear Mark Warner's name, it ought to go. The private market, it just doesn't work. Every single time until someone fires that man. You can't. Why do we have a U.S. senator saying something like that? And who do we need to fire him? You. You. It's not simply you. I mean, we fired him every time. You and me. Not enough of us, though. Not enough. All right. So here's the most outrageous of all. This will make you wonder what has happened to the United States of America. A 42-year-old man by the name of Connors is a husband and father of two. He and his wife and a nurse decided against taking the COVID-19 vaccination after the entire family suffered through the disease last year. Makes sense, right? Right. Why 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 would you get a vaccine after you've had the disease? That is, makes zero sense. We don't do that for any other disease ever. The smallpox, if you've had it, you don't need the, you don't need the vaccine. Oh, yeah. Chickenpox, if you had the chickenpox, they don't say, in fact, they tell you the opposite. They ask you, have you had the chickenpox? Yes, okay, you don't need to get vaccinated. Except all of a sudden, now science is on its head. And if you've had COVID, you must get vaccinated. So this family said, we're not going to get vaccinated. We've had it. A doctor at the University of Virginia Hospital allegedly told him that despite this prior vaccinate or a COVID infection, the unvaccinated spouse will not allow him to be an active spot for a life-saving kidney. Hmm. Well, that doctor sleep at night. You ever wonder that one? Here is the actual audio. This is quite long. We'll stop it and listen to it, but it is must be heard because it is massively compelling and shocking that somebody who speaks this way to a patient that could die has zero Zero remorse, zero way to fix it. It's almost hostile. It's un-American. It's disheartening. And like we said when we started, it's disgusting. Here's how it starts. And um, Art said you're not interested in the COVID vaccine? No. So it is a requirement for for you to be active. Sorry? I just had COVID, so I don't... So, like, why would I get the vaccine? I just had COVID. Well... You, you probably you may have had Delta, um, and uh, that may not protect you against the Omicron variant, which is what we're seeing now. So, so hang on a second, if we may pause it. This doctor at a UVA hospital just said the, the uh, vaccine may have helped. Delta, fine. You've got COVID. You may have had Delta, but you're going to get Omicron. And the vaccination, she's affirming that the vaccination would stop that. That's exactly what she just said. Did we just talk about Mark Warner getting COVID? Didn't we just go? He's been vaccinated and boosted. He has COVID. What is happening in our country? Why would a doctor tell a patient to get vaccinated against Omicron? Why would you do that? If the patient had COVID, somewhere there's going to be records to tell them what kind of COVID they had. You know, there's three different so. kinds out there. You would think so, yeah. somebody would have a record to tell this doctor what the hell kind of COVID they had. I don't think it even matters. This doctor just flat out lied to this patient and she said, "She just didn't want to fool with the transplant." <laughs> I hope that's not true. 
By the way, that's what this doctor does. This doctor doesn't know anything about viral infections. This doctor is a kidney transplant doctor. That's it. So continue. Variant, which is what we're seeing now. So our policy is if you if for in order to, to have people active on the transplant list and get a transplant, you need to be fully vaccinated. So you don't you're you're on the list, you're just not in an active status right now, um, as we talk. Oh, that makes him feel better. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. You're on the list. Oh gosh. we're just not gonna do oh, anything gosh. about it. You're on the list, but we're not gonna do squat. <laughs> That's supposed to- Does that make you feel better, sir? I'm gonna tell you something. This guy held his tongue better than anything you've ever heard. But for a doctor to say something like that. I wouldn't been able to hold my tongue. No way. You're on the list, but you're just not active. So I would have said, can you explain why that matters that I'm on the list then? Why would you tell me I'm on the list and then just tell me I'm not active on the list? What's the difference? This is a doctor in the United States of America telling a patient who could, who's dying, essentially, needs a kidney. And what's worse, it's in Virginia. You know, that's you, more that's you, worse for uh, you and me, but it doesn't really matter. It's the most unbelievable thing ever. I would have ripped their head off and drop kicked it out. Don't of the room. you say, "Get me another doctor"? Don't you? Exactly right. There is more that will blow your mind in sixty seconds. LeeBrothers.com. LeeBrothers.com. High capacity, fully automatic, large caliber, freedom. Mojo Five O. Your right to protect yourself and your family members from a violent attack is your most important civil right. Your other civil rights don't matter if your life can be ripped away by a criminal. Yet there are those who want to take that away from you, all the while defunding the police. The roots of gun control in America were based on keeping minorities disarmed and helpless. Gun control is still about controlling people. Stand with us to protect your right to self-defense. Visit the Virginia Citizens Defense League website at vcdl.org to learn more. Do you want a unique experience, a unique smoking experience infused with bourbon? Try the 420 Bourbon Bowl. It's made in America from recycled bourbon barrels. This unique pipe promises a smooth and one-of-a-kind experience. Each bowl is straight from the great white oak tree and offers unique customization and flair. Try it today, the original 420 Bourbon Bowl. Find it and its list of products at 420bourbonbowl.com, 420 bourbonbowl.com 420bourbonbowl.com and tell them you heard it on Mojo Radio. Scott and Richard Lee using the men's room their entire lives. The Lee Brothers on Mojo50.com We never had a problem with the restrooms. It just this wasn't an issue with us. I don't know what happened to America. Sometimes a tree... <laughs> If need be, but. All right, so um, we're disgusted, and you should be too. A UVA hospital is refusing a kidney transplant because uh, the family, or he, is not vaccinated. It, although the family had COVID run through their whole, fam- uh, run for their whole um, family, and uh, they have uh, immunity to COVID except Omicron. Now, this doctor went on to say, in case you missed it in the earlier segment, Oh, that's why you need to get vaccinated because you probably had it for Delta and Omicron. You need to get vaccinated. Meanwhile, everyone who's vaccinated is getting Omicron. This, this is Omicron sounds like a watch brand. Well, it should be. I wish it was. It does sound well, like a watch, watch brand. brand doesn't it? It does. well, um, I like watches. I don't know if it does or not. Watches I really thought about life. it. I think it's a Greek alphabet. I mean, oh, it's, I wonder if you went in a. 
jewelry store and say, do you have oh Omicron watches? And then they he could probably say, start looking through their catalogs. Well, let me see if we carry those. If that was true, then he could say, I've had Omicron. I've had it. I've got it on my wrist. Here's Omicron. All right. So anyway, <laughs> this is this is just unbelievable, the audio of this doctor essentially telling this guy, take a hike. So here, we'll back it up just a bit. Here's the doctor explaining to this guy our policy. Sorry, you're not getting a new kidney. You haven't been vaccinated. And you know where this comes from? It comes from the very top. Vice Pre- or President uh, Joe Biden said, hate the unvaccinated. The problem- well, here's the thing. And suppose punish them and fire them. Suppose they have a perfect kidney for this person to get a transplant. The perfect kidney. And uh, they say, hey, we've got a match on this kidney with uh, Joe non-vaccinated, no booster guy over here. And they say, no way. He hasn't been... Uh, vaccinated or gotten a booster yet. So we're not giving him that kidney. That's what they're saying. But it doesn't match anyone else. I don't care. That's what they're saying. I flat don't care. Here it is. If for, in order to, to have people active on the transplant list and get a transplant, you need to be fully vaccinated. So you don't, you're, you're on the list. You're just not in an active status right now um, as we tie up all these other loose ends. So in order to be activated on the list, you will need to get the vaccine. Wait, are you willing to do it? No. Okay, so you, you don't want to move forward? Unbelievable. I'd rather die of kidney failure than get the vaccine. I'd rather just die of anything. Okay. I don't know why people are still about this vaccine. It's so stupid. You can go to openvares.com and see a million adverse reports right now. Okay. So this may be, I mean, this may be a crossroads at your, um, at your, evaluation because i don't there's that's believe, not there's not going to be any you believe people think this a way? crossroads yeah it, it, you're well, at a crossroads live or die pal yeah it's unbelievable then the 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 arrogance of this doctor to speak this way listen to, she we i think we stopped a little early listen evaluation because i don't there's that's not there's not going to be any any exception to that the science is pretty clear on the vaccine and we <laughs> it's unbelievable unbelievable what is wrong with our country what happened to doctors this, what's the Hippocratic Oath? You'd rather this patient die than accept your vaccination, which, by the way, has proven not to stop Omicron. What's the point? What are you doing right now to our country? What are you doing to this family? This is a doctor talking to the patient who could die. Listen to the way she talks to him. You think it could be a financial thing for the hospital? Okay, doctors, we're going to give you a commission. But even if it is, it's just it's just disgusting. Who would do it based on commission or anything? Really? I've seen so many people die from COVID that we are requiring it. So is there, what is your wish at this point? Do you want to stay inactive on the list um, and, and see what shakes out? Or do you want to just have us close your evaluation? Or what, you can what's see your me preference? as inactive, that's fine. I mean, if you want to talk about science, I can show you a bunch of reports that show you what the science shows about these vaccines and myocarditis or whatever I've pronounced it, and all sorts of problems that go with it. And I just had okay. COVID and I got over it. I'm not scared of it. It doesn't matter. It's like you have a 99.99997% chance to survive. I'm not, like, requiring that's a vaccine. Not, but yeah, and, that's all pretty inaccurate. Data, yeah, but, um, yeah. It's, it's pretty inaccurate. What, the survival hey, rate for everybody that's got COVID? Actually, it's pretty good. That's actually, stat is almost exactly dead on. He ought to say, doctor, please shut the hell up and let me finish what I was trying to say. And listen to me this time. 
Please listen to no, me this no. time. The doctor is. No, I know what I'm talking about. I think the doctor is evil. How could you explain? She could be. She how, could very well be. No, how, seriously, how do you explain a doctor speaking to a patient this way? Wouldn't the doctor say, this is outrageous. I'm going to do the surgery anyway. Get your butt in here. We'll find a way to get your kidney. This is ridiculous. That's what you would think. That's what you think a doctor would say. But somehow this woman, by the way, her name, in case somebody's wondering, it can, her name's Karen Warburton. Warp Burton? Warburton. Karen Warburton. Warburton. Here she is again. Your, your choice, um, but it's not your choice if you want to be active on the list. So I think at some point you'll need to make that decision for yourself. Um, mm-hmm. I will talk to the team about keeping you inactive. I don't have a problem with that. Oh, um, you don't? Oh, what a huge heart. Yeah, what exactly have. does that mean? We're going to keep, uh, you know, I have a problem with keeping you inactive, which means <laughs> a problem you're not going to get Jack from me. Or anyone at this hospital. So I don't have a problem with that. I don't have a problem with you dying. I mean, I don't have a problem really? with you staying on the list. I mean, it's just ridiculous. I bet he was supposed to be, oh, th- you don't have a problem with that? You I mean, you'll let me die on the list. You have no problem with that. Is that what I'm understanding, Mrs. Doctor? I will talk to the team about keeping you inactive. I don't have a problem with that. Um, <laughs> you guys don't, you don't, you don't honor religious time. exemptions? Because I'm, I'm, I'm claiming religious exemption on this. I don't. I don't want any mRNA vaccine. Like, that's the reality. Yeah, we know we don't, um, uh, unfortunately not. So um, I think that this could be, you know, could be a deal breaker, but, you know, you never know what's going to shake out. The other thing is, even if we closed your evaluation and you decided to come forward later, let's say, like, COVID ends and this isn't an issue anymore. Well, well, how could it not be an issue anymore? Everybody's got to be vaccinated. What do you mean can't be an issue anymore? It's never going to not be an issue because you have to be vaccinated for COVID. Even if COVID goes away, you still need to be vaccinated for a disease that could kill you, don't you? This this is un this is a doctor and a patient. This isn't a doctor and a patient. This is a bureaucrat who doesn't care about life and death and the role of a doctor at a UVA hospital here in Virginia. Um, you're and you wanted to get relisted, your waiting time would go back to the start date of dialysis. Do you, do you remember when you initially started dialysis? It was like last year, year and a half ago. Okay. So you would lose some waiting time. So I do think there's a disadvantage to you to come off the list. Um, so if the team is willing to keep you on in an inactive status, I would probably recommend that. Um, I just need to make sure that that... That's okay. I don't have a problem with that. No, thank you. But just to be clear that you won't be able to be activated on the mm-hmm. list or transplanted until you get vaccinated. Mm-hmm. All right. Okay. Any questions for L- me? Listen to this. Okay. Okay. All right. Thanks. Please. I'll have Stephanie reach out to you. All right. Take care. Bye-bye. Take care. Take care. Goodbye. Take care. Essentially, you give the guy the death. Either you take this vaccination like I say you do or the government does or put a needle in your arm or you can just die. You have a good day, sir. Disgusting. Take care now. Disgusting human being. I don't know how this woman puts her head on a pillow at night. Goes home and goes, honey, guess what happened today at work? I know. I stopped a man. He didn't get vaccinated. Oh, he didn't? Nope. And you know what? He won't get a kidney either if I have anything to do with it. These people, given, Are any, unbelievable. Kind of, given any kind of power, will control your life. And she's a doctor. Disgusting. Standing against intolerable acts. Mojo 5 
Your right to protect yourself and your family members from a violent attack is your most important civil right. Your other civil rights don't matter if your life can be ripped away by a criminal. Yet there are those who want to take that away from you, all the while defunding the police. The roots of gun control in America were based on keeping minorities disarmed and helpless. Gun control is still about controlling people. Stand with us to protect your right to self-defense. Visit the Virginia Citizens Defense League website at vcdl.org to learn more. Do you take a lot of medications and pills? Do you know someone that does? Organizing them and taking them and transporting them can be a headache, but not anymore. My Pills to Go has the answer. My Pills to Go is designed to package your weekly supplements of vitamins and medications within seconds to fit your on-the-go lifestyle. It's a revolutionary and radical new home medication management system. Simple and easy to use, this system allows you to package daily pills into individual heat-sealed packages. And by sealing your medications into labeled packages, you can be sure you're taking the right medication at the right time. My Pills to Go. Find out more at MyPillsToGo.com. That's MyPillsToGo.com. MyPillsToGo.com. Identifying as lizard men from outer space, but only two days a week. The Lee Brothers on Mojo50.com. <laughs> lizard men? that come from? I am, uh, you know, we went from... From listening to Tom Garrett give an amazing, amazing talk about uh, taking care of people on the other end of the planet who are persecuted for their faith, to listening right here in Richmond to a doctor scolding a patient who needs a new kidney because they didn't get vaccinated, but more than scolding, withholding. We will withhold this kidney from you. We will deactivate you from a list. We'll kind of keep you on it, but we'll deactivate you from this list until you decide until you decide to do what the government says. This isn't a relationship between the doctor and the patient like we were told would never happen by Obama and the government. The government always said, no, no, it's between your doctor and you. No, it's not. Well, it's your not health- a replacement kidney because they refused the uh, vaccination they're refusing to give the man a new kidney. Right. I mean, it didn't damage his kidney. It, you know, right. COVID didn't damage this man's kidney. You know, I just he won't don't. get the vaccination. I don't blame him one bit. Well, there's no reason to do it now. That's what we should admit. That's what this doctor should say right now. Every, I mean, Mark Warner, the great, unbelievable U.S. Senator Mark Warner has COVID, and he's got boosted, boosted and vaccinated. What is it? What's this guy supposed to do in Virginia? This doctor needs a transplant, but I'm not going into that. No, this doctor is pure evil. And how someone can do this in the United States of America or any country for that matter to withhold care because you haven't done what the government mandates is absurd. This is a non-caring doctor. She could give a rip. Yeah, completely. I mean, this guy's going to die. He's going to die, and she doesn't care. Well, at the end of the call, she said. Have a good day or take care. Take care. <laughs> take care. Unbelievable. Thank you very much. I'm, I'll, I'll take care. All right, coming up. The masks in Chesterfield County, Virginia. That's next. LeeBrothers.com. LeeBrothers.com.
most powerful gathering of freedom fundamentalists since Philadelphia in 1776. Mojo Five O. Mojo50.com. We built this city. Yes, we did. We built this city on rock and roll. Built this city. Uh huh. <laughs> After the bottom of the hour, outside the Capitol, the Commonwealth of Virginia, the Lee Brothers. My name is Scott Lee, my co-host, my friend and my brother. Sitting to his left, sometimes his far left, is Richard Lee. Man, that sounds good. Glad to have you back, bro. Good to be back. Glad to have you here. And thank you for you, the listener, for joining the Lee Brothers here outside the Capitol. Glad to be with you. And you can find us at mojo50.com, mojo50.com. Click on the Lee Brothers, takes you directly to our page where we talked about the uh, religious persecution that's going on across the country. You'll love that video. The note, the, the uh, doctor who refused a transplant because the patient wasn't vaccinated, that entire audio clip that we just played is at the Leebrothers.com. You can go there and listen if you can keep from vomiting. You can listen to the whole pathetic thing. Uh, at your leisure. There's also a new Democrat ad that's quite confusing about Let's Go Brandon, put out by Democrats. Doesn't make any sense. I thought it was a parody. It turns out it's real. It's a joke. And then uh, Jen Psaki's quote of the year. Quote of the year. It's unbelievable. She just flat out admits your fundamental rights will be taken away. You'll see the clip at theleebrothers.com, theleebrothers.com. Uh, Glenn Youngkin is the governor of Virginia, as many of you know, because we made national news. It's kind of fun to talk about. He is the incredible governor of Virginia, a truly great American. And he uh, did what Ralph Northam did. He signed an executive order. And I guess executive orders are only okay under Democrat governors. That's true. I mean, That's true. He then, they, the then everyone must listen to the executive orders of Ralphie Boy Northam, pointy hat or blackface Ralphie Northam. You know, you just have to. There was not a single school district that stood up and said, we're not wearing masks in Virginia. The governor has spoke. And when the governor speaks... Then every child from the age of two up in every school in Virginia was wear a Chinese diaper on their face. Did you say he spoke so it would rhyme with woke? Because <laughs> I would think it should have been, the governor has spoken. And I'm just curious. I'm just throwing it out there wondering. So Glenn Youngkin is elected governor, and he goes, it is absurd, it is authoritarian for a government to force every school kid in America and Virginia to wear a mask. Therefore, that mandate no longer exists. You can wear a mask anywhere you want. You can wear two masks. You can wear two masks and a shield. You can wear three masks. You can put a bubble over your head. But this government will not force your neighbor to do it or your four-year-old. That I is have, up to I you. I have a bubble, by the way. Oh. <laughs> I'll have to bring it in and show it to you. You should. That'd be great. So the governor makes one executive order that is the opposite of the other governor, and the entire state agreed with Northam's, and now it looks like the entire state is disagreeing with Yunkins, and everyone goes crazy. So executive order under Northam, good. Executive order Yunkin, bad. Doesn't matter what it is. Ridiculous. 
So what's even more ridiculous is the reaction from parents and Democrats. And we got some quotes here that will blow your mind. The first one is Mamie Locke. She's a senator in the General Assembly. This woman is bat insane. Listen to what she said about Yunkin's <laughs> executive order. He is quickly on his way to becoming the most divisive and authoritarian governor in Commonwealth history. Authoritarian. Does she know what the definition of that means? It's a shame it doesn't mean he can fire people like her. <laughs> that would be an authoritarian. That'd that be a king. Be, that'd be I'm awesome. sorry, Senator, you're going home. That would- yeah, you're fired. <laughs> I'm not beheading you or anything. You're just fired. <laughs> That's easy. Now get out of here. That's hilarious. Now. I might have to put executive order out for beheadings. Do they know what authoritarian means? How can it possibly be authoritarian when a governor says we're not going to mandate something? That is the opposite of authoritarian. You not, mean the not their boat. You mean Northam who put in the executive order to mandate every breathing soul wears a mask. That's not authoritarian? I mean, that is the definition of it. Yunkin does the opposite, and Mammy Locke, who is, must be, I don't know, brain dead, calls him an authoritarian. She goes on to say he's the first anti-education, anti-science, anti-student governor. Wow, and he hates puppies too, somehow. I mean, he must hate puppies. He's all those things? Wait a minute, he's anti-education? He doesn't want our kids to be educated? What an evil man. Wait, anti-science? That's interesting. I can almost, I have, a, I've, on our website, thelebrothers.com, there's 150 studies that show the mask is irrelevant. Anti-science. An anti-student. Not only does he hate education, he doesn't even like the kids that are going to education. He wants, he's anti-student. If you're 18 and under in school, Glenn Youngkin is against you. <laughs> is that not insane? Oh my gosh. You can't, you can't do anything. Ralph Northam, where are you? You are being selfish. Exactly. See, Ralph Northam got to claim you're being selfish if you don't like the mask, if you don't get vaccinated. And he wasn't an authoritarian, was he? He was a libtard. And an authoritarian by the true definition of it. It's interesting that Governor Yunkin only wants to allow you to have choice. Elizabeth Guzman, who is a delegate, says Yunkin is using school children as a political pawn to appease the right. Was Northam using kids as a political pawn to make sure everyone had a mask on when we knew that 29 and younger, you had a better chance of dying in a swimming pool accident than dying from COVID if you're 29 or younger? And in that case, why aren't we mandating life vests in every school? They could drown in a swimming pool. Scott and Richard, they're not near water. See, the stat is the same. They could be near water. It could rain. They could get seriously injured from a bicycle accident. They could be bit by a dog on the way home. One of the There's parents. so many things that could happen if they were wearing a mask that probably wouldn't. <laughs> One of the parents, Teresa Kennedy from Richmond, said, I'm here today to speak out against the governor's executive order and in full support of my school system and school board, which has joined the seven districts against the governor. Why didn't she say that when Ralph Northam made his mandate? Why didn't she say, hey, no, 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 we can do this on our own? She was all for Northam's executive order. Then she said this, just like Joe Biden said, just like Fauci said, this is not about individual freedom. It's about the collective good. No, I'm quoting from her. The collective good in all of us. You mean to tell me that your kid can't go to school 
and sit beside a maskless child? <laughs> the fear you have is that your son or daughter would sit next to somebody without a mask. Because I'm guessing if you want the mandate, your son's daughter is going to go to school with a mask on. I wonder what everybody's done with their Halloween masks. Yeah, put those I'd on. send the kids to school with a Halloween mask and on. Say, and say Just, they're masked. And they're masked. They are masked. They're not more. They wouldn't be more masked if they wore anything else. Correct. I mean, that is a mask. So true. Not a cloth thing. It but doesn't do any good you're at right. all. When you say mask, you're right. You don't think of a surgical thing over your nose and mouth. You think of a no. Batman uniform. I saw a lady in the grocery store. She had to have four or five masks on. How do you live? I like wanted that? to say, can you breathe like that? How do you live like that? But I just followed her around, waited for her to collapse in the floor. <laughs> and then grab her purse. And then I'd go up and pull the mask back and say, can you breathe like this? Obviously oh, that's not. That's funny. I see people driving around in their cars all the time oh, with the mask on. Insane. No one else is in the car, just them so, in the mask. But, but I Rich, see a lady smoking at the stoplight. She pulls her no. mask back, sticks a cigarette oh, my, you've got takes to takes a deep me. breath. Puts a mask back and then blows smoke through her mask. Big brown spot right in the front of it. Disgusting. Is that a Biden sticker on the back of her car? Hilarious. Oh, she had them all over the back of her car. Just tell me you voted for Biden without telling me you voted for Biden. All right, so I want you to think about this for a second. Is a parent that worried that some kid doesn't have a mask on beside her child, who she that person's fully masked? I am willing to bet you that every one of these parents who are complaining that there's not a mask mandate in school go a lot of places without masks. They're in Walmart probably without a mask. Maybe they are. Maybe they're in a mask. Good for them. But my point is, even if they're in a mask, there are plenty of places they go where other people aren't. How are they surviving? You mean you walk into Walmart with a mask? I don't go in Walmart with a mask. Do you? I don't put a mask on when I go into Walmart. So there's people. But they give you a mask at the front door. Do you know that? Well, they don't give me one. They give me one at Wally World. Oh yeah. Um, you walk in the door and say, uh, "Oh, if you good want evening, one. sir. Thank you for shopping Walmart." So what did you say? I can't understand you through your mask. They say, uh, "Do you have a mask of your own?" Oh, they don't do that. Yeah, I do out in the car. I don't have that. My well, point here, is, let me give you a new one. My point is these people who are complaining that their kid can't sit next to a kid without a mask are the same ones that go all over the state of Virginia without masks. They walk into restaurants without with a mask on against people who don't have masks. They are functioning in of Virginia along people who don't have masks. But somehow the school must have a government-forced mandate that every kid should wear a mask when it is dehumanizing, disgusting, for one, these kids don't have to touch a mask. They on the floor, pick them up, come home with different masks from other friends. It's unbelievable, these people. So here's other comments. So uh, Glenn Youngkin said an op-ed in the Wall Street, uh, Washington Post about this. And here's some of the parents' reaction. Society is larger than those parents whose children are in school at the moment. Parents are not necessarily the people who know best. Hear that? Parents aren't necessarily the people who know best. Interesting. You're right. Government knows better. Hmm. And if and if and if the parents aren't the ones who know best, then who are? The government. Exactly. The government knows best. 
Here's another one. Youngkin is pandering to a minority of parents who regard mask mandates as infringement on their liberty. Actually, the argument isn't against infringement on liberty. The argument is against the, the stupidness of it. How long do you wear a mask? That's my argument. It's not about an infringement on liberty. It's about an infringement on humanity. And when do they wear out? They're catching all these supposed germs. When are they full of germs where you can wear it no more? Just a few quick more before we go to break. Parents are not educators. I like that one. Listen to this one. My sister-in-law is a Chinese national. She never learned about Tiananmen Square in school in China. She never even knew about the protests until she moved here. The policy supported by this governor and other anti-education Republicans based on a rational fear would have American students growing up in an ignorance about slavery and racism. This is unbelievable how people think. That is craziness. To say you don't want critical race theory taught that white people suck is not a, 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 a statement against history. No one has ever said slavery can't be taught. No one's even said that racism can't be taught. They just said, don't, don't tell everyone in the classroom that you're bad because of the color of your skin. Racist white people suck, just like racist black people suck. Racism sucks. If you're a racist, you suck. Yeah. It's, it's that simple. Listen to this last one. This is the quote against Yunkin again. So basically, Yunkin's position, it's okay to let your children play with loaded weapons. <laughs> These people are unbelievable. Just unconscionable. <laughs> More in 63. And there's a problem with seconds. this? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Life, liberty, and the pursuit of mojo. Mojo Five O. Do you take a lot of medications and pills? Do you know someone that does? Organizing them and taking them and transporting them can be a headache. But not anymore. My Pills to Go has the answer. My Pills to Go is designed to package your weekly supplements of vitamins and medications within seconds to fit your on-the-go lifestyle. It's a revolutionary and radical new home medication management system. Simple and easy to use. This system allows you to package daily pills into individual heat-sealed packages. And by sealing your medications into label packages, you can be sure you're taking the right medication at the right time. My Pills to Go. Find out more at MyPillsToGo.com. That's MyPillsToGo.com. MyPillsToGo.com. Your right to protect yourself and your family members from a violent attack is your most important civil right. Your other civil rights don't matter if your life can be ripped away by a criminal. Yet there are those who want to take that away from you, all the while defunding the police. The roots of gun control in America were based on keeping minorities disarmed and helpless. Gun control is still about controlling people. Stand with us to protect your right to self-defense. Visit the Virginia Citizens Defense League website at vcdl.org to learn more. Don't worry. History tells us governments always have your best interests in mind. Wake up with the Lee Brothers on Mojo50.com. They have your best interest at heart. Come on, you Lee Brothers. Let the educrats tell your children to masks. They know better than the parents. They know better than the parents. They do. And bureaucrats always do. Every school board, every government, every governor knows better than the parents. When Yunkin comes along and says, I think the parents know, everyone freaks out. I can't trust that guy. He doesn't know anything. He's just a parent. He's expecting me to raise my kids now. <laughs> right. Unbelievable. The uh, I love when leftism and liberalism backfires 
on their entire ideas and principles. I mean, when that happens, it's, it's great. For example, Bill Maher this week was talking about COVID. I don't know if you heard this, but he said the whole mass thing is ridiculous and silly. It's got to stop, this fear-mongering. And, he's, and The View took issue with their own, essentially. I mean, Bill Maher and The View are the same people. I mean, they both are huge radical leftists, except Bill Maher has looked at the science and said, what are we doing? What are we doing? I mean, he finally got a breath of fresh air somewhere. Somebody finally woke him up. But the view can't stand it. Here's how it went down. I don't want to live in your paranoid world anymore, your masked paranoid world. You know, you go out, it's silly now. You know, you have your mask, you have to have a card, you have to have a booster, they scan your head. That's true. Like you're a cashier and I'm a bunch of bananas. <laughs> I'm not bananas, you are. That's not really funny to people who have lost their kids mm. to this well, vaccine. Of people who have- First of all, the, the, the kid uh, dying from COVID is equivalent to someone drowning in a swimming pool. So I guess it's not funny to make a joke about swimming pools because some child drowned in a pool somewhere. That's the stat that Whoopi Goldberg's talking about here. It's, uh, that is the most absurd thing ever. It is not harsh to people who have died from code to recognize that masks are folly. It's not. That's not harsh to people because the assumption is and always has been that masks prevent COVID. They do not. They don't. And we know that to be true because people They've who They've known are, that from the beginning. Geraldo Rivera was the best. Geraldo Rivera wore masks everywhere and went vaccinated and boosted. On Fox, he came on and said, I'm shocked to death and I was wrong. <laughs> he did everything right, and it turns out he got COVID. So what do you make with that information? You mock, th- th- you, you tell the people that, that are against masks that they should feel bad because somebody died from COVID? Whoopi Goldberg? Not really funny to people who have lost their kids mm, to no. this vaccine or people who have lost family members or dear friends to this. It's, it's just... I think some of the things we've learned in this pandemic are going to stay the same. I may never ride a subway again without a mask. I may never go indoors to big crowds and ever feel comfortable without a mask, and that's up to me to do that. And your life will be miserable. Yeah, fine. You wear a mask your rest of your life. You, you hide your face and your humanity. Do it. Go ahead. I don't care. You want, to, you want to live in a, in a time of fear like that and misery? Great. Then Go we won't it. have to recognize you in public. <laughs> <laughs> it will never go away. It will never go away when you have people like this who want it to stay forever. The view said it's changed. I'm sorry. Things have changed. I'll never go on a subway without a mask again. I'll never go in big crowds without a mask. Then good. The difference is you authoritarians want that same thing for me. And you. Here's a business opportunity for someone. Have masks made with a label across the front says, I'm a liberal puke. Don't need one. They may not sell right now. (laughs) You're blowing my business opportunity I'm sharing with the people, man. I'm a liberal puke. Don't start selling them until maybe February, mid-February. People will buy them. Because they're proud to be a liberal puke. Yeah. Think about it. Yeah. No, it's the edge ribbon on the show. And even though the fact that uh, they're wearing one without the little statement, you can still spot them (laughs) a block away because they still have the mask on. They do. Well, look at our own General Assembly. Every single Republican, no mask. Every single Democrat, 
fully masked. So you might be a liberal if you believe certain things of what you're saying, right? Absolutely. So here's an example. You might be a liberal if you believe that although vaccinated, boosted, and fully recovered from a nasty bout with COVID, you wear two masks, a face shield, while driving in a car alone, and there's an old faded I'm with her sticker on your rear bumper. (laughs) You might be a liberal if that's the case. Here's another one. Uh, When teachers unions reacted to COVID-19 by essentially going on paid vacation, thereby doing lasting damage to an entire generation of children, you nodded in full agreement. Ditto for remote learning. You might be a liberal. And here's a few ones. Here's another one. You wore surgical masks, practices social distancing, quarantined when indicated, and soldiered through the bad side effects of not one but two COVID-19 vaccinations plus a booster, yet you still contracted the virus and a month later have not fully recovered from it. Still, you tell a pollster you strongly approve the job Tony Fauci's doing, a multimillionaire on a civil service salary and is done fighting the pandemic. These are good. Uh, Here's another one. You think roads, trees, credit scores, punctuality, math, climate change, professionalism, and proper English grammar are incredibly racist. (laughs) You might be a liberal. Wow. You might be a liberal... If you strongly support the termination and dismemberment of unborn babies at any time in pregnancy for any reason, and you're fine with abortion clinics selling fetal body parts, but you never in a million years watch the actual procedure. You might be a liberal if you accept Alec Baldwin's claim that his gun went off without him pulling the trigger. You further believe there's such thing as an assault rifle, and if you close the gun hole loophole, there'd be peace in our time. That is unbelievably accurate that's exactly how the left thinks guns do not go off i hate to tell you that you can drop it out of a 737 at 30,000 feet with the cock with the hammer cocked and it doesn't go off you have to pull the trigger finally you love to get rid of fossil fuels, secure in the knowledge that windmills and watermills will somehow make up the difference in energy supply, yet your pricey solar panels barely put a dent in your energy costs, and now your roof leaks every time it rains. <laughs> the LeeBrothers.com, the LeeBrothers.com. With great mojo comes great responsibility. Mojo Five O. Do you want a unique experience, a unique smoking experience infused with bourbon? Try the 420 Bourbon Bowl. It's made in America from recycled bourbon barrels. This unique pipe promises a smooth and one-of-a-kind experience. Each bowl is straight from the great white oak tree and offers unique customization and flair. Try it today, the original 420 Bourbon Bowl. Find it and its list of products at 420bourbonbowl.com. 420bourbonbowl.com. 420bourbonbowl, B-O-W-L. And tell them you heard it on Mojo Radio. Your right to protect yourself and your family members from a violent attack is your most important civil right. Your other civil rights don't matter if your life can be ripped away by a criminal. Yet there are those who want to take that away from you, all the while defunding the police. The roots of gun control in America were based on keeping minorities disarmed and helpless. Gun control is still about controlling people. Stand with us to protect your right to self-defense. Visit the Virginia Citizens Defense League website at vcdl.org to learn more.
the Lee brothers, objecting to the fake promise of a socialist utopia while embracing hard work and rugged individualism. Scott and Richard Lee on Mojo50.com. And that is a wrap of the radio program. And in honor of uh, Doc Thompson, who founded Mojo Five O, and it was a friend of ours here in Richmond, ended every one of his shows by saying, what did you learn today? And in honor of that, Richard Lee, what did we learn today? We learned that the uh, liberal puke society of America <laughs> is alive and well, and that COVID is just something else to pour gas on their fire. Man, isn't that true? It's something they love, the authoritarianism of COVID. We did learn that today. We also learned that religious persecution is real, and you can find out more about that thanks to Tom Garrett and his incredible desire to free people all at theleebrothers.com. You'll find it there at theleebrothers.com. Richard Lee, what else we learned today? We learned that uh, there are key people amongst the LPSA and... uh, they're going to be around for a very long time preaching mask, 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 when the truth is you don't need to wear a mask at all. No, not at this point. Certainly at any point. We learned that UVA's hospital has a horrific, evil, Satan incarnate doctor that easily wish someone a good day while destroying their lives because they will not allow a kidney transplant unless you're vaccinated. That entire clip and audio is at theleebrothers.com. If that doesn't make you sick enough, you can watch the entire thing. Richard Lee, what else? What's his doctor's name up there? War? Warburton. Burton. Karen Warburton. And she is the one. Evil. That uh, will tell you you're going to die you take care of yourself. <laughs> That's unbelievable. <laughs> and they sleep at night, those yep. people. Unbelievable. All right. Uh, honorary Lee Brother bumper stickers with Mojo 5 printed on them, available in a simple email. Patriots at LeeBrothers.com. Changing the hearts and minds for the cause of freedom and liberty. Thank you. See you next week. My friends, we did it. We weren't just marking time. We made a difference. We made the city stronger. We made the city freer. And we left her in good hands. All in all, not bad. Not bad at all. And so, bye. God bless you.